have all of the cast and characters here. We have Joe Kimson from Flaggard is Paintball in the top left square. Oh, hi, how are you? Uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. I didn't know if you're going to introduce everybody or just um, me, but I guess you're just introducing me, then I in turn will introduce uh, somebody else and so on and so on. Uh, guys, thanks for, and girls, thanks for tuning in tonight to uh, Behind the Bunker Saturday night. Um, there's not a whole lot of paintball happening globally, but we are still happening. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in. I'm going to turn it over to my friend Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. It's uh, Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries, and I am your quarantine dream, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And make sure you hit like and share because we have a special guest. It's a special program. It is Saturday night, the quarantine show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like and share, folks. Like and share. Saturday. Oh. So. And also, I'd like to introduce uh, Matt the Crypt. <laughs> Hello. I don't have a good rehearsed intro like our friend Garvin, but welcome. Thank you for watching. And also on tonight's show is uh, Ryan Sexton of the Brigade and of GI Sports. He's he's joining us all the way from uh, still sunny Oregon. Nice. Yeah. How's it going, everybody? Glad to be on the show. Brigade. Brigade. And. Um, and we are expecting Josh Zuby Zabrikis to, to join us shortly. He is in deep in the midst of um, child rearing bedtime. So he will he will drop in as soon as his children are settled. Like many of us that have um, children during this time, um, everyone's routines are not even tipped over. They're properly upside down. They're capsized in high seas with giant white caps and sharks swimming about. Um, and kids if you don't... Are, oh, go ahead. Kids are kids have been out of school for two, three weeks now. Their 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 fool little heads are spinning around sideways and they're going to pop off. So everyone's doing the best to keep everybody um, on track and organized. I know in Canada we've been locked down for just over two weeks now. Um, and several states in the U.S. And, and, and our European friends are locked down as well. So um, hopefully everyone's enduring it. And I will turn it over to my friend Gavin. Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't have children, uh, please be careful because in 40 weeks you may, if you are, uh, <laughs> uh, so if you're just looking for forms of entertainment, please be careful when you're entertaining. And I don't, I don't think there's any shortages of that PPE equipment yet, guys. So, you know, stock up. Stock up. Yeah. And if you have one child now, you are seriously going to think twice about a second one. Most definitely. This is the ultimate form of birth control currently. <laughs> it is. Seven day a right week, 24 here. hour day. And Zubis, <laughs> Josh Zuby Zabrikas has tuned in from his freshly drywalled room. Uh, not that fresh. I actually just turned my computer desk around. <laughs> it's, nice. it's worse than it was before. So I didn't... Uh, you turned it. You turned it to the good wall. Yeah, I did actually. It's actually my. It's actually my wall with my my spare monitor on for work. So oh, nice. That's yeah. awesome. Todd's bit. Todd's feverishly getting things. Um, well, we're trying to watch you guys. We have uh, YouTube. We're broadcasting on YouTube as well tonight. 
So if you guys oh. are uh, broadcast or watching us there, you can. Uh, we'll try to keep an eye on your your comments as well. I and, don't have uh, any. Are we broadcasting in Facebook as well? Because I don't have any comments of how do you watch that? Is that what you're doing, Gavin? While you're looking down, or or because Pornhub is free, you're able to um, <laughs> watch it while you're doing this. Are you wearing yeah. pants? I, 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 we, we don't need to know that. Okay. Um, no, I am uh, just sharing it right now for my phone because my computer monitors all occupied with your ugly faces. So. It's, actually my, it's actually my wall with my broadcast or what? Somebody did something. Oh, Ryan did Sorry. something. Sorry. Ryan, right. Ryan's with um. Ryan, GI. that's strike one. Yeah, Ryan's with GI and the Brigade. <laughs> Ryan, what, what's um, what's coming down the pipe from, from GI um, during this time? And, you know, 2020 had, had what Someone's you know, had fantastic yeah, promises. That, that was me, sir. Fantastic promises. It'd be a great year. You introduced some new fantastic um, guns, the, the storm. Yeah, we were stuff. doing really well. Um, year over year, before all this hit, we were actually up pretty good. Um, not just gaining market share, but um, a, a significant amount of our customers were doing better this year than they were last year. And then this wonderful um, forced vacation happened on everybody and definitely brought everything uh, to a screeching halt pretty much. So it's been uh, a little bit different than we had planned. <laughs> had, had you guys fully ramped up production in, in paint after Christmas or you're still sort of ramping up for the spring? Do you know? Uh, no, there's a significant supply. Um, we still have the cave, we call it, in um, Missouri. So we weren't really running that as a fully functional warehouse, but we still have it. And so um, all these trucks, you know, especially over the last month, two months, while everything was slowing down, we kept production up. So all these trucks, we've been warehousing all this paint that hasn't been being used, obviously, because no, not very many people are playing paintball right now. Um, and so it's sitting there and they actually have scaled down production at the plant um, because we're at a level inventory wise to where it's not going to take us very much time to, you know, turn the switch, fire the machines back up. You know, if everything all of a sudden is cured and solved and everybody's playing paintball again, we'll, we're, we're well prepared. Is there anywhere in the world besides Liechtenstein that people are still playing paintball? Uh, I know South Carolina Black Ops Paintball got permission. Isn't that um, crazy? Yeah, they got permission from the state to stay open. I believe uh, there's also a field or two in Virginia. Um, there are some. There are still some fields around that are operating. Uh, I know there's some fields around that are operating kind of against state regulations, but... Yeah. Um, I, I get a I get a couple of texts a week where people are asking me if they can still play, if they can come with just a few buddies and just lock them in and do a quiet, quiet play. And uh, first of all, our, our 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 we can't legally, and second of all, our buildings and everything's not ready to go. And uh, I'm not willing to do that. I'm not going to go subject myself to five to ten other strangers who potentially could be infected or not, and right. and, and and have that and bring that back to my family. So it's not it's not worth it. I mean, I'm either going to run my business and be able to run and operate it, but I'm not going to do like a yard sale every couple of days for five kids and 
No, I mean, uh, even in uh, the, the province of Ontario, you face a $100,000 fine for any gatherings over five people, right? So um, that's, that's an individual and a business as well. I mean, it's not worth the risk. And again, the more that we all comply with the sanctions and uh, the protocols, uh, the quicker we can get back to normal, right? So it's these outliers who want to do their own thing because they have the right to gather and all that wonderful stuff, right? They're not, uh, they don't see the whole, the bigger picture that yeah. uh, the sooner that we all get together and have a, a little bit of a sacrifice, the quicker that things to return to normal, we can talk about, wow, that was really crappy those couple of weeks that we were we were on lockdown, yeah. right? Yeah. So Park, parks and, Ryan, parks and trails and everything are closed around here. And if you go on a park at a trail and you're within six feet of somebody, you can get a thousand dollar fine there. It hasn't turned into. I've been issuing um, uh, fines to people and asking for cash on the spot. So yeah. I, w I was also rather uh, I was lucrative. I shouted with my, my sister uh, who lives in Australia. Uh, and it is even tighter sanctions that they have there. Uh, that again, it's, I think we're getting there. No more than two people could be uh, with, uh, if, if you're in the same, you live in the same residence, you can't, you can be with another person, at least one other person out in the community. Um, so you don't have to do that social distancing from one other person, but anything beyond that is banned. And yep. if you're out, you have to have a specific purpose, yep. uh, whether that's going to the grocery store or pharmacy, there's no recreation at all. So even, like they live on Manly Beach, like on the beach itself. And you can't even uh, you can't even sunbathe. You can't even be the ocean. Ocean is considered an, a recreational activity. You actually have to be yeah. moving. You can't just wade in the ocean, uh, or else you could be fine. <laughs> yeah. Like to say, you know, some of the waves are, are are strong enough that can move your body around, so you won't be fine. But you literally can't just wade or, or go for a walk. Up they like just don't that. want people gathering like they were yeah. in Florida last week for March break. Yeah. Man. Yeah, and he had that um, that crazy dictator. Was he Central America, South America? The guy who authorized people to shoot drug dealers. He extended that now to people breaking quarantine. Yeah. I saw oh, that. That's, on that's in the Philippines. Yeah. 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 Or yeah, Philippines. Yep. It was like, whoo. I mean, I saw the videos out of India where the cops are riding around caning people, and I was like, man, that's extreme. And then <laughs> that guy's like, ah, just shoot them. It's like, whoa. <laughs> did I did I send you that article, Ryan, about India where there's like 1.3 billion, but millions and millions of people live in poverty. They live in shanty towns. They don't even have bathroom, electricity, water. How are they supposed? How are they supposed to to separate it? Calcutta, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Every every. Well, most people, you know, so many of those people too. If you watch any like the documentaries about the poor, the slums over there, how are how are they supposed to social distance when? they barely make enough money one day to buy the food for the next day. They don't have the funds or the ability to go and shop for two weeks or a month to get enough food to even provide yeah. for their family. And so what are they supposed to do? And it's, yeah. it's, it's sort of a, it's a different philosophy, a different mentality when your survival rate or your life expectancy is by the week or by the month. Right. And so for us, we're thinking 30, 40 years down the, down the way for me, I, if I was living week to week or month to month, then, you know, I'm not concerned about a virus that I could potentially get, right? I mean, that's not even sort of under my radar. You're uh, talking about people who battle dysentery on a weekly basis. Are they worried about COVID? Probably not. Yeah. Got them out of their misery, really. Yeah. So now this positive talk is out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we all gathering today? We have a special guest, Ryan Sexton. And Ryan, you're with GI and the Brigade program. Can you maybe explain a little bit about what the heck that is for people who are just tuning in? 
Sure. Um, so the brigade, we're well into our third year now. So what the brigade is, is it's a, you know, like a players group for scenario, big game, woods, ballers, recreational players uh, to basically feel like they're part of something. Um, they sign up, they get an ID card, they get a cool shirt, a patch, a hat, a lanyard. And then whenever they go to any of the uh, events that we're doing, and it's just grown and grown every year um, before this wonderful vacation, uh, we were set to have over 70 different patch events this year. So it's just gotten bigger and bigger. They take their ID card, you show it at the booth at any of these events, you get your free patch. By doing that, you're entered into the big raffle at the end of the year. Um, you get discounts in, in the booths and stuff. And um, most of the guys have just really gotten into it for uh, collecting the patches and stuff, which has been pretty cool. I got you're like Gavin, he got horseshoes up your hoo-ha. You'll win one of the raffles too. <laughs> That's right, baby. Yeah. I, yeah. Still bitter about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody on the panel is a brigade member. I know that. Joe, myself, Matt's nodding. I think we all do. Um, when I do late night sexy talk with uh, Zuby, he always just wears his jersey, his sleeveless jersey. That extra small, I'm sure, is a little snug, but yep. I mean, it fits that mood, I guess. <laughs> it, it, does, it does fit the super late night. Yeah, you can tell his mood. Got to read the room somehow. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> lot, lots of the, lots of our guys on the uh, Task Force Raiders are are members as well. They they've all jumped on on board and they've joined how many um you have members in every country or how many members do you have um not every country uh we've gotten quite a few lately in europe um right. germany um england that kind of thing a lot of the guys over there i've got a guy over there um john brewer who's just really awesome um he's with i believe the team is called the northmen and they they roll with like an army of three or 400 guys to go play like the Euro big game. And they're just, they're a huge force and he's just super cool guy. He's a chef. He cooks for them. And he's just, he hits me up all the time. Hey man, is there anything I can do? Is there, you know, what's going on? And you know, all that kind of stuff, which is fantastic. Um, and so we had scheduled, I think four events in, in, in Europe for the year. Um, the earliest one, I believe, is the Euro Big Game, which is supposed to be in May. So I haven't heard one way or another about that one yet. Yeah. Hey, um, Ryan, Lee Williams has a good suggestion in the live chat. He says, you should do a COVID patch, a brigade COVID. <laughs> like a survivor's yeah, patch? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing I will say about <laughs> I, the... Uh, I can see it now. All I got was, I got COVID, and all I got was his lousy patch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know that Matt and Josh can attest to this. And unfortunately, I know you can't be at every brigade event, but uh, one one other benefit for joining the brigade is uh, you get to have Ryan's tacos. Uh, super game. You made some uh, fancy tacos. I don't know if we were just that hungry and that was the closest food within 50 miles or if it was actually that good, but I remember it being quite tasty. I like to think we know enough about food to say when we had good tacos, we had good tacos. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my question is, uh, Ryan, was that um, Ryan Sexton's tacos, or was that more of a Sneaky Pete's taco? Definitely. Um, a Sneaky Pete thing, that's usually when I do my cooking, that's usually what that is. Um, friends gave me that 
that nickname a while ago and uh, I've got a little jersey it looks like an apron and stuff sometimes I wear it um, but yeah it's kind of sometimes I do it under that banner and stuff um, but for brigade events yeah. you know it's we do that several times if, if, if it's close enough to where I can bring all the stuff I need to do it then we do it we do like Casey Crusaders and uh, up at Doodle Bugs Danny Court's game um, down at Rich Telford's game in Sacramento um, and then of course like Tombstone in Oklahoma, and uh, we've done it in Texas. We do it wherever I can source enough equipment to yep. um, you know, feed some people. So what do you think about Super fun. Game? Their game is would have been coming up very soon. I guess yeah, it that's been a, a month in this weekend. Yeah, I have to be honest with you. I haven't really followed much of uh, of of that game, and I I. I I haven't seen much from Dan, but is that event scheduled to happen or are they passing on it this year because of the... Yeah, they, they bumped it. Um, I believe they bumped it to like the third weekend in June. Yeah, I believe, or the fourth weekend, I'm sorry. I believe it's the... Um, no, that's not right. I think they did July. July 20, 25th, 26th. Okay, well, that's okay. good. Um, Shelly Crook in the live chat um says this format it's not bad at all thanks John. That's, that's pretty fan, that's pretty fantastic yeah. it's not not so terrible yeah unfortunately I, this is what you get we can only do so much we are in quarantine all of us and uh this is it i'm i'm in the studio rating rating our alcohol by myself i get full dibs on everything that's in here i that's the only plus of not having you guys in studio I had to go to the liquor store today and buy my own rum. I was like, <laughs> what is this? That must have been an adventure. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite the adventure. Yeah. We had to order beer. Meg, Meg ordered beer from a local craft brewery. She EMT'd them the money. Then we did curbside pickup, and they brought it out to the car because you, you can't go in. And same with um, PetSmart. We needed kitty litter or else yeah. they would have had to send a cat packing. Um, Ryan, no, Ryan <laughs> and, should know this place. Moose Winooski's. Which is part oh, yeah. of um, a bunch yeah. of restaurant chains. What they've done is they have all their managers working in the kitchen and uh, the, and some of their key staff, and they're still open. But what happens is you order from them, and uh, you pay over the phone before you place your or when you place your order. When you get there, you physically call the store, tell them what you're in. They will come out and they will put your bag of uh, food apparently on your hood of your vehicle, and then they will step away. And then at that point, you're asked to wait for the server to walk away. Then you can look through your bag to make sure everything is there in case there's anything wrong. Then you drive away. So there's a lot of restaurants like that. And even Swiss Chalet is doing that too, apparently. There's a lot of restaurants that are... Uh... I, I know a lot of restaurants that are doing that because apparently participating in something like uh, Uber Eats and Lyft and all that is extraordinarily expensive for the restaurant. Yeah, they are like you, when you order from Uber Eats or any of these places, the restaurant menu prices are typically the same prices if you go to the store. But on top of that, they have to pay Uber Eats as a restaurant the surcharge. So they're taking yeah. a cut every yeah. time Uber Eats. Now, I'll be honest, there's restaurants like uh, Subway and Mr. Sub and all these other restaurants that are making a killing because they're getting so many more orders because of it. But again, if you're making a couple of bucks less every order, it's going to hurt at the end of the day a little bit. But I think right now it's keeping a lot of businesses afloat, right? Even though you're taking a little bit of a loss, there's, there's I guess, less overhead with staff resources um, going out. But 
right now. Um, people are dependent on if you're looking for sort of any form of entertainment. Um, you can't dine out anymore, so it's dining in, and it's Uber Eats or Skip or whatever delivery service that you have, right? Yeah. Uh, Lee Williams wants to know, uh, after this live show, Joe will be making some oatmeal, so stay tuned for that. I, I will be making Travis Crawford um, in his bright lightness. Would it kill you all to have a cool backdrop in your... Um, Instead of looking like you're drinking in your mom's basement. Well, you know what, Travis? We all own our own houses, so we don't worry about living with our parents. And if I need to broadcast behind the bunker live from wherever I can get light in my house, I sure will. If you don't like it, you don't have to watch. Yeah, Gavin's in the hallway of his apartment building. <laughs> I'm saying you really feel Joe. I'm That's how exactly about how I feel. Yeah, I'm staying six feet away from anybody walking in. The Uber eats people, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shake down the, all the courier drivers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well, this is, I mean, this but is a hell of a time to be living. Uh, Joe, Joe was in a mood. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's was, go. Let's go back to that. <laughs> I wasn't really in a mood. Like we're trying to, we're trying to make the best. Everyone's, our businesses are shut down. Many people aren't working. Many people, I'm not sure where, where you are from, but where we are, we're currently not working. Only essential services are working and they've locked it down one more, one more notch. Um, I read that Target on Monday is going to start limiting the number of people in their store. We've been doing that for two weeks. And now Home Depot, all the Home Depots locally in the province and in Canada, I believe, are you are not going to be allowed to go into a Home Depot. You will have to order online and have curbside pickup. Yeah. So I was uh, that's not where we're at. That's because that Home Depot this, is uh... trying to give away all of their shitty two by fours that people hand pick. Now when you order two by fours, they'll give you all the twisted ones. Not yet. And I don't know. I want to make this about um, all about COVID nineteen and how we're all going stir crazy and crazy in general. I'm used um, to this lifestyle. But I but I do suspect that um, at least our government in the the province of Ontario is taking a slow easing your way in, uh, just a tip approach to um, a full lockdown, right? Because yeah. if they want, they jump the gun and did a full lockdown right away. Uh, we'd see less than a Canadian attitude with, uh, with yeah. looting and and, and yeah. all that wonderful stuff. So as people are learning to adjust their behavior, it'll be a slow transition. We could have it a lot it. worse. There's people that I know in Panama right now, and up till a couple of days ago, they were able to go out um, for two hours a, a day, and now they go out every second day. So they have to, they're they're quarantined for a full day and a half, and then they can go out. They've got a two hour window. And then they go home. And even at that, they can only go to, they can't go social. They have to go to like grocery stores or whatever that happens to be open. What happened to Josh? I tried, uh, I tried downloading a picture he of a es- He has an escape room background. Bunker. <laughs> do background, but it's just like shit. You look, my, you look like my first uh, <laughs> interview nice. with Thomas Taylor. Yeah, you're not a stumbler then. But I do want to say, I do want to remind everybody that this is not the rehearsal. We are natural live, so we're probably stepping up a little bit in terms of the quality entertainment. We've got Ryan. What are you saying, Gavin? We've got Ryan in. Uh, So Ryan, what were your what were your plans uh, before um, we got hijacked this year? Um, I did. 22 events last year myself for brigade this year it was getting scaled down a little bit um to about 14 or 15. um i was also xoing uh the blue side at living legends this year um i was promoting a game in kansas in april that we just had to move to november um 
I don't, I don't know what's going on right now. I mean, I, they're still like, I updated our calendar internally and there's only about five to seven games that I've even announced being moved. And it's like, I don't know if it's just wishful thinking, but there's a whole lot of games still in April and May that, that, you know, they're not, they haven't really rescheduled yet. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on with a lot of these games. Yeah. I, I think April is very ambitious. May, late May is probably not too ambitious. I think we're probably realistically looking at a, a mid a mid June before things lighten up. I'm not. I don't have a crystal ball or a crystal um, gelatin sphere that I can look into. Um, but I, I think if you look at I think we sort of we look to where where China is now and where Singapore is now and they're sort of starting to venture out although they still have lots of um, sanctions in place but I, I you know it's been six weeks so if we 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 teleport six weeks from two weeks ago we're you know sort of late May beginning of June. All I know is when we're given the all clear, it's going to be like that scene in The Simpsons where springtime hits they all dust off the dust out of their eyes they walk out of the house stretch their arms and they're all just run and cheer what i i was was uh talking to my wife the other day about this and i said what is the first thing we're going to do are we going to go like we don't see movies very often but would we would we go celebrate with a movie would we you know but it's it's the little things it's like going down to the cambridge restaurant and having having dinner that would be kind of cool. When was the last time you sat down at a restaurant and got served? When was the last time you went to a mall or any public place or even talked to your neighbors without having to be across the street? It's going to be such a weird... I wonder how much we're actually going to get back to normal. Or if people I, well, are... I, think, I think it'll be an absolute new normal, and that new normal will not include any member of your family, at least of your household. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to go their separate ways yeah. and be very happy to connect with other people. Yeah. I think today's the first day my family was a little stir-crazy. I think we've all distanced ourselves enough and had enough of each other up till today. Today was, uh, today was a bit trying, but hopefully... I, you know, whatever. We've all hunkered down for the long haul, too. We all know what's going on. We know that we can't go places, so it is kind of is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And no one in my family, like, I mean, none of my family like to play paintball, so it's not like I can say, hey, let's go to the paintball field and at least we can do some one-on-ones or we can do something. Like, that's not happening because they don't care. But I think wives will certainly be encouraging their husbands or their partners to leave yeah. uh, once the season opens up. No, 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 please. You'll have my blessing. Just get the hell out of well, here. Well, think of Matt's lady friend. Get out of my apartment. Go play some paintball. <laughs> I'm not in Guelph tonight. I'm at home. Oh, okay. At home. Stop drinking yeah. my beer. <laughs> That's fair. Where did Ryan, how come Ryan moved? What's going on here? You guys are mixing it up. Gavin had a little shifty shift there. Is there like a function that will do that? No. Okay. So what it is, I forgot to tell you guys at the beginning of the show, people at home can vote. Uh, (laughs) Right now, Gavin's just dropped down another notch. It's like a live game of Survivor. (laughs) I'm I'm surprised I'm not in the bottom corner where Gavin is. But anyway, that's fine. Whatever it is. But, you know, I went out to the field. I went to the outdoor field today um, and picked up some garbage for about 45 minutes, smoke bomb canisters and water bottles. But then I went, I went live on Facebook and I popped the smoke and sort of ran around 
um, the rebel base with the smoke bomb billowing out, and I threw it, and we ran. I, I ran up with my imaginary army and attacked attacked the base. So I did that live um, for for all our friends that were sitting at home, um, wishing they could be out. I needed to, you know, we need to go out there periodically, just you know, really for security to check to make sure the homeless people haven't moved in um, into into anything or tried to ro rob us blind. Yeah. Or burn things down. Hey, um, exactly. yeah, yeah. Have you guys been seeing all of the things on like YouTube? Like, for example, Bare Naked Ladies, they have gotten all their band members together and they've been doing full songs over, I was going to say, the Zoom. Who am I? Freaking Bush. <laughs> but they're doing it all over Zoom. So they're each playing their own parts and uh, recording it together. And it's been, uh, it's been really cool. Uh, I admittedly haven't seen any of that, but I have seen some of the commentators commentating everyday life. Yes. It's, which has been quite good. Yeah, that, that I'll good. give you that. Yeah. Um, what about, the, um, I mean, all of the night, the night show guys, like uh, the daily show, they're doing it from home. And then, um, yeah, Jimmy Fallon, state, he's uh, doing a great job. Yeah. And what about, um, God, I can't remember his, his real name, but Jim from the office He's doing that uh, yeah. some good news show. Have yeah, you seen good that? for him, John Krasinski. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. We watched that yeah. with the kids, and it was awesome. If you take it, if you take COVID nineteen crap off the off the internet and off of TV, there would legitimately be nothing. No one's reporting on anything right now. Oh, so at least they would be reporting on Tiger King. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh Jesus. Yes. Tiger King season two, come on! Yeah. Hey, there's a there's a, a release from the zoo today that says that uh, the people who made it have enough footage they're gonna make and release one more episode like coming oh, really? soon. That's funny. Well, they have to. What the, what the show went up to um December 2019 when he was put in prison. So like, <laughs> Matt, does he want you to give it away? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Oh, uh, you're not gonna honestly watch it, are you, Matt? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Catherine's come around on it, and we are going to watch it one of these days. Matt, all you're right. going to have nice to watch it twice in a row to catch all the train wreck that happens. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's right. Ryan, Ryan put me on to it, and then I posted it, and then the next day after Ryan told me, it was number one on Netflix in Canada. It's, yeah. Ryan's right. It gets weirder yes. and weirder. Yes, because you it's posted not. it to my wall uh, saying, hey, Ryan says, check this out. I'm like, this doesn't appeal to me at all, but what the hell? What else am I doing? And yeah, yeah. I was hooked. I was completely hooked. All right. Another Seven thing. hours later, Gavin's going, what yeah. the hell just happened? I watched a movie last night that I thought you guys might like is Spencer something. It's, uh, oh. uh, what's his name? Well, uh, uh, very, thank you for your help. God damn it. Now I can't think of his name. Anyways, he's uh, one of the Did one of the Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Chance? He was on Blue. No, he wasn't a Backstreet what Boys. What was he? Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Okay. His brother? His brother? Or Mark, so Mark Don, Wahlberg, Wahlberg, Eliza Schlesinger, and a couple other people. It's, oh, it's a I good, watched that. Yeah. yeah. It was a good That's watch. A good movie. It was yeah. a good watch. And thank you to Josh and everyone else that was hounding me on Monday. I started Boondock Saints. I'm into it about 10 minutes right now. <laughs> so I'll That's get through it. Joe you know the second one doesn't exist. Don't I know. Oh, I was told that. not to. Yeah. It doesn't exist. I would watch Back to the Future three apparently before that. Ooh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm upset. Taken yeah. I, late night after the news has been on. I look for something to watch, and last night I was looking for something. Taken wasn't on. None of the Borns were on on any of the channels. So then I watched um, some Ozark. Um, 
on net Amazon, Amazon Prime has the Born. Okay. No, I have, I have the Born. Listen you know to how, you. You know how you can usually sometimes flip to channel 32 or AMC or whatever and either You still take... watch cable? Will you fucking cave me? I don't have cable. <laughs> That's my planet of the apes. Yeah. Joe Perez says that I'm in the bathroom. Yes, Joe Perez. But I, you know what? What makes it kind of cool is I'm sitting on a stool. This is my um, doctor, Miss Doctor, Mister Zog's, Zog's, sex, yeah. Zog's uh, sex wax stool, and I've had that's that from the old stool. store. I've had that stool, and I used it at my original desk when I started Flag Raiders, like 1984. And this is where I would answer the phone, go, "Hello, Flag Raiders paintball." Or, no, Flag Raiders yes. adventure game. No, in my mom's basement. I have my original stool in a Ziploc. Oh, good one. I got it. That's stool topic. <laughs> stool topic, Todd. We can I almost got jo Josh to spit out. <laughs> we could we could we could get rid of behind the oh. bunker and we could just have stool talk with Todd. And then we could have characters come in called Mr. Poopy and Drew. I mean, it's kind of a good follow-up for your oatmeal videos, really. It is. It really is. If you think of your oatmeal commentary live with Joe and then we have stool talk. Yeah. But it also is all seriousness, you know what? We have our late show hosts who are doing shows from their home. Uh, we're doing shows from our quarantine in our homes. Um, what the hell is entertainment going to be like once people, you know, the, the floodgates open and we're back to normal? Are people going to gravitate towards the sort of the regular mediums that they had before? Or are people growing accustomed to this crap that we put out? I mean, people are starved for entertainment. So you do a quality program in the morning with your oatmeal, but are we <laughs> But really people gonna... have to be tired. Like, okay, you guys all watch the Tiger King or Tiger, whatever. That's great. But like, aren't you guys tired of sitting in front of the TV now? Like, aren't like, haven't you gotten through all the good stuff? Like, no. I, I don't know. But like, like what, what I watch, what I watch, it's late at night after the kids go to bed. So it's my time to unwind and be quiet. And, you know, it's a little bit of quiet time. I normally don't get that. So this is a big change. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you get work. personal time. But I, I was, you know. Yeah, strangely enough. It feels like in, Christmas Day every day. In the day. backyard today fixing a fence because apparently we're going to be fostering some puppies or something in the near future. So that our next door neighbor has a, a couple large German shepherds. And there's some holes underneath the fence where they stick their head underneath and, and try to try to get us. So I put some fence boards up, and I was I was out in the back out in the backyard with my drill. And you know what? I was walking slowly. It was it was like I was being paid hourly because I was walking slowly. I did a board, then I walked back to the deck, and I walked to the fence, and I walked back. I did it. The whole process took me about an hour. I felt like I was in Australia. I was moving so slowly. Great day, mate. Great day, mate. Or I'm a union guy. <laughs> but like I didn't, I didn't have anywhere to be. I'd done all the chores that were set out for me, um, and I had to fix the fence. So that's what I did. And I just, I think people are people going to be more laid back once this passes. But it's gonna it's gonna change. Think about this. this is gonna change the way everything is done. Everybody's working from home. Are all these office buildings gonna be redundant? Are you gonna be need large national, large national headquarters to to run your business? People can work from home. So um, that is a great point, Joseph. Um, when people said they couldn't work from home or now forced to, and suddenly magically they're able to, right? These are the infrastructure in place. So all these massive uh, office buildings that you're talking about are going to lay vacant, right? So rents are going to go down significantly because there's going to be such empty space because people have learned that we can now work differently. 
So yeah. we can work differently. We can interact differently. And the shop differently. Yes, the whole world has changed. So uh, it's a new yeah. culture that will be uh, evolving once we, we get out of this crap. Are we going to need malls? Yeah. I think you're going to find that um, the number of people who work at home after this is going to go pretty much back to the way it was before. Yeah. People like to have control of their, their employees for sure. I, I, I wonder if Walmart will downsize and have more of like a more of a pickup, like mo not necessarily Walmart. I'm not picking on them, but everybody have more sort of a, of an online presence or a pickup sort of thing where you can pre-call your order in and, uh, like Tinder. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just threw that in there. So I, I think don't know. You're going down a different avenue when you get into calling up dates. I think that's, uh, that's true. There might be a law about that, but think of all the people that, okay. Gavin, I guess, and Matt. Well, Gavin, rather, really, Matt, not anymore. Single, single, but single guys. How do you meet people right now? Like, if you're single, you're destined to be single for a while. It ain't, it ain't happening. It ain't happening at all. You can't go to the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do what? No, and you can't get a tan or get your laundry done either. Nothing. Nothing's happening. That's yeah. what I'm telling you. Yeah. So, I mean, think of all the single folks out there. It's going to be a bonanza. Well, I heard someone, I, Todd, you've spoken to this before, but I've heard someone equate to people going out grocery shopping now is the the place to meet people. Everyone's dressed up when they go out. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, outing. you can really get to see how someone looks with a face mask on, too. It's pretty nice to see if they're, you know, if they meet that threshold of they're compatible. Yeah. They're compatible. Yeah. Well, there's Gee, Ryan, Middle it's, Eastern it's people, people are out wearing face masks around here. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it looks like we're in um, downtown um, Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, it's finally starting to catch on here about the masks. Yeah. Or the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah, people are wearing <laughs> face masks. <laughs> Good for you, Todd. <laughs> well, I but thought that's where Joe was going you. with it. I was leaving oh, it. I was leaving it, leaving it. It's your show. Guys. You want to people, you can. <laughs> no, I'm just equating it to what it is. Oh boy, oh yeah. boy! But people are talking about people having kids during this corona outbreak. What happens when when it's nine months after the coronavirus is done and the outbreak is over? That little period there where singles are mingling, there's going to be a, another <laughs> set of children born nine months later. That's true too. Yeah, yeah. fingers crossed. <laughs> Good for you, Gavin. Can your boys swim? Can you wait nine months, Gavin? To know what it's going to take. Yeah. Yeah, we just had a. Um, my brother-in-law just had a baby this last week, Ooh. and it was a little hard for the grandmas. You know, not they weren't allowed. Yeah. You know, it was literally just um, my brother-in-law and and uh, his partner, and that's it. Nobody else allowed the hospital. Yeah. Well, now, 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 Ryan, here, if someone's having going in for a baby, the husband goes in with her but stops outside and she goes in by herself, and people are, are properly having funerals. There's no funerals happening because people yeah. can't Gather. be around. People can't gather. It's, it's, a, it's a whole new. If you're watching what's happening in Italy and Spain, which is, which is quite severe. Um, but we're not, not terribly far from it. We won't call it a police state. We're going to call it a safe state. Yeah. But now is the time to die. If you don't want people at your funeral, this is, uh, 
It's a good point. Not even is coming for free sandwich squares. Well, that's no, just you, you know how expensive a funeral is. I, I, I do miss the funeral sandwiches, though. <laughs> Triangle sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Ryan, in Oregon, when people die and they have funeral sandwiches, are they cut into triangles or they do rectangles? I, I've been trying to replicate a proper egg salad sandwich. For the last four days, I've been having boiled eggs and making it into an egg salad sandwich. And I can't. Well, I'm trying to go. I'm trying to yeah, eat the groceries we have. Sounds like an episode of the 40-year-old virgin. Hey, guys. <laughs> Guys, this is a paintball show. <laughs> We've just spent the last hour talking about everything but. Okay, if yeah. I die and I have a funeral, Gavin only gets crust from sandwiches. All right, Aaron Dill in the okay live with... chat agrees. He says, now is a good time to fake your death. That's true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like Here, Carol here's, a new, here's, a new name, here's a new name in the um, chat form. First, we have uh, Marcel Perry. Hello, Marcel. And Roly Simmey. Swango Jr. is in the chat form. Nice. Yeah, and then he just all. left. I've never, I'm welcome, welcome to Behind the Bunker, Rolly. This is not a normal show. Um, we are um, not, we are really stretching to talk a lot about paintball. There's not a lot of paintball to talk about. We're, once I finish talking, we are going to get to talk to Ryan Sexton about the new Titman Stormer and we where he thinks that's going to go. And I, I personally think from Flag Raiders, um, there he is right there, a ninja. That's not me, Raleigh, right there. Not me, Raleigh. Awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> now we're on to paintball. So anyway, the Tim and Stormer is a perfect um, boy, fill the gap space between maybe the Cronus, if you will, and the TMC. It'll, it'll fill that void. And, and within the Stormer family, there's three, three different um, distinct Stormers. The Stormer Basic the Stormer Tactical and Stormer Elite. Ryan's going to talk to us about that, what he thinks. Um, we had a huge, huge success with the TMC. Um, I was really, really amazed at how many TMCs we sold in the first year that it was out. And, I mean, looking at the, the landscape before, like, uh, the MG100 came out, really, like, is the TMC and kind of a smattering of other stuff. And honestly like the Tipman brand does real well with lower end reliable equipment so instead of going for you know the next step up some people are saying oh you know like a magfed phenom engine kind of thing um you know we sell a huge chunk of our market is guns that are under 300 bucks so coming out with another marker or three options for essentially the same engine gave us a really good bang for the dollar as well as three different price points in that lower end market. Now, is there, there has to be discussions. Is there discussions that you might not be at liberty to discuss it with us and everybody on behind the bunker? Is there talk of some, making something that is first strike compatible for your Tipman users? I know GI is, is a big proponent of, of round and spherical paintballs versus project shaped projectiles. I get that, but is there talk of making something that is compatible? Um, certain somebody requested both a, 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 an updated tip X that has first strike capabilities out of the box, as well as a TMC that was first strike capable out of the box. I haven't heard anything back on that, but I keep asking, I keep asking for it. Cause I, I know there's lots of fields that, you know, uh, there's a lot of people in the paintball world that are asking for it too. Right. And 
we we understand the dynamics behind it but uh, you know that's the first thing everybody asks nowadays is does it fire first strikes so so like you, you would get you know you would get the the tipman buyer who wants to be able to periodically to shoot a first strike round at certain events not an everyday play because it's not it's not an everyday play kind of thing but i guess in a big game it would be an option if someone wanted to shoot a first strike round at a, at a at for a sniper mission or something like that yeah i mean i like the idea um I'm not a huge fan of it myself just because I don't really play MagFed all that often, but uh, there's enough people out there that would really like it. I mean, it, it's my job to kind of keep track of, you know, the, that type of thing, the scenario in MagFed market, where is it going? What's it, you know, and try to inform our uppers of, Hey, like there's a demand here or there's a gap in the market. We could fill it with this. And so, uh, I make my recommendations and it's definitely um, <coughs> up to the higher ups if it goes anywhere. No, that, that's fine. And, and I know, and I know, I know people have done mill work on breaches and, and, mm -hmm. and so on and so forth on TMCs to make them and make them capable of firing a first, a first strike round or something similar out of them. So that would be, you know, I guess it's possible. I'm not sure what kind of retooling is involved. And then, and obviously you'd have to make a different magazine for it, but it, right. I don't know if it's something to look at. Maybe you can even make that particular magazine a different color. That way, you know, when a guy with a TMC shooting for strike rounds. Yeah. I mean, it's gives us more options without having to completely R and D an entire new product. You know, that's the way I look at it. And I know that's the way that, you know, the powers that be look at things like we're not having to completely design a new product from the ground up, you know, but the question always comes back to how many are we going to sell? You know, and it's, you know, that's so right. You're not a mag fed guy per se, uh, but you've been floating around to a number of events. Um, we've certainly seen an explosion of a uh, mag fed popularity with the platform of the TMC. It made it a great uh, price point and accessible for people who were uh, hesitant about getting into it. Um, would you say now, I mean, it, it's hard to say with uh, everything, with the world sort of slowing down, has MagFed peaked or do you think there's still room for, uh, for increased growth? Um, I don't think MagFed's peaked. Uh, I, I think it's growth rates probably going to slow a little bit. Um, you know, and it, it's really going to depend on, you know, if you look at the bigger picture with what everybody's dealing with right now, you know, I, I don't like talking about negative stuff, but you know, how many fields aren't going to come out of this? You know, how are yeah. those fields, the fields that do or, or players that sold off everything they could, they owned, you know, to try to put food on the table. Are they not coming back to paintball? Right. You know, are fields going to have to charge more because there's less players. And then, you know, is that a, you know, that might push more people into, into mag fed. So it's, yeah, I don't think it's peaked. I think there will be, you know, it seemed to, it seemed to have lasted longer than the little blips that pump used to do, you know, right. like pump would get popular for, you know, like a year, or a year and a half, you know, and you'd see a lot more, you know, pump only bigger things. And then it would kind of disappear. Like we brought back the SL 68 to, you know, and then we brought back the tracer for a little while and then those just went away, you know, cause 
it was just a little blip, but the Mac Fed seems to to be sticking around. Yeah, I, I think it's going to continue to to stay around. I, I think it really it, it fulfills that that void or that gap where you know people it, the fantasy element in your in your play enters in and a little bit of cosplay and you can dress up and you can you know play and it doesn't cost as much and you're shooting and, and from a field operator point of view people aren't getting overshot. Yeah. Um, the, your 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 turnaround and your and your play is much slower because people are talking. However, the reloader has dramatically sped that up. And you know, we were on target to be selling tons of reloaders so guys could get load their mags and get out quicker. But then this 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 the situation yeah. sort of stopped everything dead in its track. Um, now, does, does GI have any plans for any? sort of grassroots plans to get more players than, um, you know, lots of, you hear lots of guys in, on, on forums and talking about how GI really promotes speedball. I think, is there any plans just to get people through the gates at a park and then, and then people can decide what they want to do after they play. If they want to, you know, just be that once or twice a year player that just rents their equipment or if they want to get into speedball or if they want to, turn right and get into you know recreational play which offers you know hopper fed mag fed pump pistol whatever is there is there discussions with you know what what gi can do um looking forward beyond this to get more player numbers some grassroots advertising i mean the try paintball program they're still uh, you know evolving and tweaking on the website and and the the dollars they're putting into promoting that into non-traditional avenues of marketing and paid posts and different things like that obviously with what's going on now that's been scaled way back but um the amount of money that they're putting into that is directly aimed at getting people that may might not even have ever heard of paintball to land on the page look at it find a field near them you know, it really talks a lot about the low impact stuff, which is great for first timers. Um, so that's, that's one of them. Um, there's also, I mean, Joe, you and I have talked about, you know, especially like after extravaganza and, and I've gotten in discussions with other field owners um, online. There is also um, kind of a feeling it, from, from some people that, that we have the magic bullet that we have the magic bullet of solving the whole get more people in the paintball thing. And we put a good chunk of our profits into marketing. Um, I would promise you it's significantly more than most other fields, most other manufacturers combined. So us trying to market to, yeah, we do do a lot with the tournament side. Um, you know, that's because, you know, if we're going to talk business, business, the margin on those products generates enough profit to put back into the R&D on the tournament products and push that market. You know, the profit from, you know, selling a Cronus, you know, even though we're selling, you know, a m way more of those, it's still, you, you know what I mean? Like, it, no, it, absolutely. Yeah, my margins on a Cronus are far less than on an Axe. Yeah, it I mean it's absolutely about, proportionate, and we takes spend, about the same effort to sell a Cronus as it does an Axe as well. Right, right, right. I mean we are doing we are doing a bunch. Um, 
we're always open for more ideas. Um, we do talk about things. Uh, we've been trying different things with our social media for our brand pages, especially on Facebook and Instagram. And I, I've noticed a lot, a lot more, even GIs, you know, their marketing and, and, and social media posts have really, you know, there's still, there is still a strong speedball presence, if you will, but there's also the, the acknowledgement of the other, other as Todd calls them genres of the sport. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's tough, right? I mean, I wish there was a magic bullet. I wish, uh, you know, we could just pull the trigger on a Facebook boosted marketing campaign and it would result with 10 new players in everybody's field. It just, I think as a field owner, part, part of us wishes that GI plant eclipse and everybody else can do some sort of great marketing for us. The problem is you can't, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many of us, we have our own little niches. We're in our own little market segments. No matter what you spend, I mean, you could do some, you can throw money against the wall and a little bit will stick here and there for people. But really at the end of the time, at the, at the end of the day, you're really just branding paintball. I think it's really, it's kind of up to, it's kind of up to the individual field owners. And I know at Extravaganza, you know, that uh, some of the companies like GI have offered field owners opportunities to take advantage to help market them. And if it involves, you know, them helping us design flyers or helping print flyers, like that was brought up at Extravaganza. It's like, what can we do to help you guys? Because you can't just sit back and wait for us to advertise for you because we can't. And I get that. And I, and, and I think a lot of the small, you know, paintball companies are expecting the big guys to do all their marketing for them. And that's not how it's going to happen. It's not how it's going to work. I mean, we're firing, we're firing a shotgun and you guys are firing a laser beam. That's right. That's right. You have your demographics, you have your followers, you have your email list. That doesn't mean that we can't help. And yeah. like you said, like every field owner and store owner is able to use our art department. Yeah. Logos, flyers, sales flyers. Have you seen you any of the flyers that Ryan Sexton's designed there? It, it's like, <laughs> You know what he can do with a crayon, no one else can. It's like a Monet. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But you were talking about, okay, so you were also talking about how some of the fields may not survive this and some of the local fields. So we, I, I want to talk about how we can so we can help them. But for every local field that may not make it, you have to think about it. It's not just fields, but restaurants, movie theaters, mm -hmm. all of these small business nice. businesses in your area they're all going to be doomed from from this, depending on how long it's going to be. So you may lose your paintball field, but you may also lose your movie theater, and you may also lose your favorite restaurant. I know one of my favorite restaurants, they just uh, posted up today that they're not renewing their lease, and uh, we're not going to see them again. That's Little Louie's, if, if if anybody that's watching locally. Well, well their, their lease expired at the end of April, but what, what would possess them to yeah. extend their lease not knowing what 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 this is going to look like? We have no idea when this is going to end or how long it's going to end. Yep. Like it is. And, and yep. it's a, what, I think what you were getting at, Todd, is um, at this particular time, you really have to start investing and supporting local because yep. if that if for field owners, if that's your base, who's coming out, uh, you have to make sure people are employed. Yeah. Right. So if you are yeah. still buying online and from from big box stores and not supporting the mom and pop shops, then um, yep. you are certainly going to limit your customer base because yep. there's not going to be anybody who can afford to play. Yeah. Uh, so there's like one thing that like I did yesterday in the afternoon. I have a local little um, Texas barbecue joint that I love. Um, I you know I built their website for them. I just help them out, just not for pay, just to try to help our. We we have a really really small town, so. 
GI has done in the past, like the feature Friday videos where, you know, they take a drone and they do a cool little video of a field and stuff like that. And so I just called him. I was like, Hey man, I'm going to, I'm going to come down. I'm going to just film a little, some footage and then I'm going to edit it into a little, Hey, we're still open or Hey, here's how you can pull up to the window. You can call ahead, do your ordering, like that kind of a thing. Yeah. And he was like, he's over the moon. Like yeah. I'm doing it for him at no charge whatsoever. And it's, you know, he's so busy just trying to keep his doors open. He yeah. doesn't have time to think about the marketing part of it. And I was like, you know what, this will probably take me an hour of f- filming stuff. And I kept my social distance. I didn't even go up and say, hi, you know, I parked in the parking lot next door and flew the drone over and stuff. And then, you know, I'll edit it up and I'll post it and, you know, maybe it gets a few more customers, but and not to mention the I free mean, barbecue too. But I mean, wrong. there, there's a couple local restaurants too, that my wife and I were talking about the other day. It's like, you know what? We should really try to support them. And it's like, well, that's awesome. <laughs> but I don't have any, th- I don't have support money right now to throw around either yeah, I don't have because any. we're closed. I, 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 so, I mean, it's, 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 it's easy right. to say that, but I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm making egg salad sandwiches for lunch just because we yeah, don't know how long we're going to be in this for. Egg money? I got egg we, money and we mayo. Inter- we, we introduced our son to um, tuna melts. We had some breads and my, ooh, I, tuna melts are now my favorite next to a cheese quesadilla. That's like, all that's, right. Uh, that's, one of, that's one of my, uh, my little person's uh, favorite meals. So. Yeah. And it's economical. Well, that's just and the, other, the other thing you can do is take all your bagels and your bread when you get them the next day, throw them in the freezer because you can always have bagels in a toaster and bread out of the toaster and no one knows any different and it'll last and you we, for as long as you bagels, want. We have bagels in our bug out freezer. Wow, it's just like we're living yeah. through the depression, isn't it? Except we're still it, smiling. Yeah, we're, we're still it, smiling. It we're still so happy. Yeah. It's, it's well, great. And, you know, we're, it's going to be important for We We, we keep stocking up to, on groceries, right, to make sure we have enough. Every two or three days, there's like this mass panic. It's like we don't have any fresh meat or fresh vegetables. It's like, okay, let's make a list. Let's make a plan. We'll go get it. We'll come back. We'll have a shower. We'll sanitize, whatever, whatever, food. right? But the thing is, like, you know, at any point in time, the government could say, okay, we're on a shutdown. You know, and then you're stuck with what's in your freezer. So we're really we're not trying to hoard anything, but we're also trying to have enough stuff that if the government also says stop, we can legitimately stop going to anywhere and we're good for a week. But they, uh, they showed they showed a graph. I don't know if you saw the um, both the prime minister and, and the premier of the, the province have been talking, doing press conferences every day to keep us in the loop. And they showed the province showed a graph. And one graph was if we if we don't do anything, the, the death rate will be this high, like 15,000 people in the province. Where, where we're tracking now, it's 3,000. But if we absolutely locked everything down for two weeks and nobody went anywhere and everything was closed, it would be over here, like 200 people would die. But aren't they so 3,000 the no government, good nicks? The government, the government, these are uncharted times for people and it, it's completely un, un, undefined territory. But if you imagine if they locked everything down, across the across the country the death rate would be you know there would be mayhem and people would be pissed off and stuff like that but there would the death rate and we would probably be able to get a handle on this a lot quicker they have to look at the whole economics there's there's so much to look at but let's go back to painful yeah 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 so and, and joe on final thought on that everybody has to be on the same page everybody has to subscribe and drink the kool-aid and let's all do our part I know this is not world a world war where we're off of our couches and we're going to foreign lands, but this is absolutely a war with respect to we have to get this under control. We have to get our economy back. We have yep. to get people healthy. Uh, so 
if it means you know what you're being minorly inconvenienced um, and potentially losing your job, which sucks, I get that, and income for a couple of weeks, things will turn around and we'll get back sooner. Yeah. If you just comply, and I'm not, you know, I'm not beating the drum in terms of like taking away your rights, uh, but I'm just saying, you know what, we're all in this together. It's a yeah. minor inconvenience, so we can get back to normal again. So like, yeah. just just stay home, just hey, stay home. Couple yeah. couple comments in the live chat. My, Marcel Perry and uh, Trey Garrison also say PB and J is always a good thing as well. Uh, Lisa Weber says it's also stressful going to the store uh, that I only go once a week at the most. I think we, if we're going to the paint, the grocery store, I think we should also be supporting paintball and having our paintball goggles on just to uh, just to be safe here. And George Hay says, I'm working 60 plus hours a week, and it's amazing how many families still shop together in stores instead of just one person going in. Well, a lot of the local stores here are mandating one person, one person but, okay, per family, but, that's it. But having said that, you know, it's that's ideal, but sometimes that's not realistic. So in, instead of we're putting our judgment pants on, um, Sometimes single parents they don't have they yeah, don't have the ability on. to they don't have the ability to um, hire a babysitter. My judgment pants. My judgment or, pants or are leave, up as high as I can home. go. So again, you just gotta you, you gotta suspend judgment and 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 just remember, people are doing the best they can with what they have, yeah. right? And so we're all in this together. Um, you know, with most games switching to the second <laughs> half of the year. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah. you, sir. That's great. Well, I, I mean, there's a bunch of games shifting into the, really the second half of the year. So July and later is probably more likely than not. Uh, yeah. What games are you guys looking forward to going to? By the way, wonderful segue, Ryan. Yes. Yeah. In all honesty, I don't. There's not one game that I'm looking forward to going to. As a paintball field owner, I'm looking forward to just being open and running them. And I'm not trying to sound like a tool right now, but I want my birthday parties back. I want my, you know, my regulars back. I want those people that want to play paintball back at the field before I concentrate on leaving. I'm not leaving the field unless there's a good darn reason to go. Well, but we're wrong with wanting your livelihood back, man. Well, you that's know? just it. <laughs> we're our, our our paint fest like the outdoor would have been open our, our sort of our kickoffs our, our daytona 500 is always red dawn that's the first sunday in march which we were we successfully had that and it was a great it was a great day and then we sort of march we sort of it, it, trinkle through march because the weather's so inconsistent then april um we always do paint fest the last sunday in april so really realistically our first opening weekend will likely whenever we get the green light when 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 everybody says it's safe to do so that will likely be our paint fest. so we'll do our yeah. free entry free rental that will be our opening weekend um we'll be paint fest uh we'll likely try if, if we can do something in july we'll do a sort of a, a limited number of summer big game just to get people out and then um we'll do our sort of battle royale um today event like we, did, battle royale, like we did the last couple of years we'll do that in september the 19th and 20th that's our that's our plan and if we're yeah. still if we're still locked, if we're still sort of in this situation by September 19th or 20th, then um, we'll likely be looking for jobs in, in other fields. Yeah. Hey, and do for me, um, similar to what uh, Todd was saying, I'm most excited about just regular Saturday and Sunday recreational play. You know, yeah. like big games are great and, you know, that's something to look forward to. But I think we've been cooped up for so long that I'm just looking to play as much as humanly Poor possible. Poor little Johnny, when he first comes to the field, when he's allowed again, he's going to be just, <laughs> everything okay? You having fun? If, he, if he's playing, but 
if he's playing against me and he has a hopper, I'm kicking it twice. Nice. Hey, Dewan Mitchell in the live chat says, what up, guys? Roger Weaver says, freaking Tombstone he's missing. Uh, Trey Garrison says, the All-American Heroes at Avid Extreme Sports on Jan- uh, June 5th and 7th. That's the one he's looking forward to. Lisa Weaver says, Super Game Indiana at Sherwood Forest. That is a good one. Josh Zubizabrika says, Seb, Seb, Seb. Seb's watching right now. Is Seb watching? He is. Um, Splatter Park Big Game says uh, Marcel Perry. Monster Game at Hell Survivor says Jimmy Churchill. Um, I Demand Tacos at Tombstone says Trey Garrison. Yeah, there we go. So, yeah, it's still nice to see that a lot of you guys have hopes and dreams that a lot of these these big games are still going to happen. But remember, guys, as much as dreaming, you know, get out and support um, your your local field. Now, when this ends, we're going to probably need to call upon not only the the paintball community as we know it, but we're going to have to call upon the paintball community and beyond. We're going to have to call on our neighbors and our, our in-laws and our friends that normally don't promote our events and our business yeah, to share this, to, to reach a completely new market. If I, I know that if I make a post, I, my friends, Todd, Matt, Gavin, Ryan, Zuby will all see my posts and a few more of my paintball friends. But I know that if my next door neighbor makes a paintball post and I'm going to ask them to make some posts for me uh, when we have our events, um, that their friends will see it that aren't my friends. So I think we're going to have to really think outside the proverbial marketing box to get this out here. The days of advertising, the yellow pages are gone. Um, we do, you know, really rely on social media. We can't even look at mainstream television because people are watching. Zuby called me a dinosaur or a Neanderthal or whatever because I have cable TV hey, still. <laughs> whatever. I, a cave dweller, a splunker, if you will, um, called me that. So, you know, we really have to look at how we can get get the good word um, of paintball out to a different group of people. So we're going to have to pool our collective resources and we're going to have to say, hey, get your husband, your wife, your partner, your girlfriend, whatever. To, to share this so yeah. everybody can see it. And it won't be a hard sell to sell paintball when all this is over. People are going to be happy to get the hell out of their houses. People are not going to be wanting to go on airplanes. People are not going to be wanting to go on cruises. People are going to be wanting to do something close, local, yeah, and fun. Local. You know, and I'm as guilty as, as probably all of us about bringing a new player when I play local. You know, like that was a big thing. You know, people talked a lot about that, I don't know, a year last year or two years ago. But I'm as guilty as, you know, like I bring my 11-year-old, you know, <laughs> that doesn't really count, you know. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's one huge thing that yeah. we could probably all do that would really help our local fields and yeah. stores. Yeah. Absolutely. Does everyone bring a, bring a new person out or bring someone, not necessarily new, someone that hasn't played paintball for five years. In, in 2021, paintball adventure games war games the survival game splatball is going to be entering its 40th anniversary um so not this year but in 2021 so paintball will be 40 years old the first the first survival game was played in june in new hampshire so you know that's a great opportunity to get new people out and you know low low impact is Low impact is the new is really the new paintball. It's not just for ten little Johnny's birthday party. It works for corporate groups. It works for mixed couples. 
You know, when you pool people in the staging, why don't more of your friends come out? They're afraid of getting hit. Get them to play low impact. Okay, so to sorry to link both uh, Ryan and uh, and Joe, we 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 all still play, right? We all started playing with people who may not play anymore, right? So whether that you had families, whether you had life circumstances. So you remember that buddy that you started playing with or you played with a lot that maybe he's not in the sport anymore? Pull him or her back into the sport uh, when things open up. So you can bring a new player in or, as Joe said, one of those old-timey players uh, who are on the bicycles, right? <laughs> clink, clink. With a large, yeah. big front tire. Yeah, so and reignite the passion again for those who have been away from the sport for a while uh, and ignite the passion for those who have never uh, That's a great before. hashtag, ignite the passion. Yeah, you could use that with any number of different things. That's right. <laughs> and in 40 weeks, we'll all find out. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, Victoria's Secret's uh, promo code, Ignite the Passion. Ignite the Passion, that's right. Yeah. Uh, why are people asking uh, if Ryan should be wearing a onesie? Who's asking uh, that? It's Saturdays. Rompers are for Fridays, guys. Rompers are for Fridays. There's a great romper company. My wife and my sister, which is Todd's wife, wear these rompers. Oh, sorry, it's did called... you just say there's a great romper company? I did. I just said that. <laughs> Revive that. I'm not the only one. one. If you go on, it's a company called Smash and Test. They're out of Vancouver. Smash and Test, they make fantastic rompers. Do they make them for men, Joe? I don't know. I, I don't know if they make them for men, but they make them for, for women. So, But I guess in this world, Ryan, you could wear either a man's or a women's romper, and no one would think different. Maybe in Oregon they would, but yeah. here they would Rompers care. are only made for women anyways. Guys don't, guys don't like women in rompers. I'm sorry. But Ryan, you got a discount romper. It wasn't even big bucks rompers, was it? Oh lord! The ones we wore in Hawaii were like fifteen bucks out of China, and uh, some of them were a little snug on our bigger teammates. Um, but my brother just sent me one. I made a little video wearing it on our uh, the Avid guys and I. We do this backdoor snipers page, and um, I did like a little working from home video. And, and my step number one from working from home is is if the if you're new to it. If the other people in the house think you're naked, uh, they probably aren't going to come and interrupt you as often. And <laughs> my brother had sent me a romper that looks like a really naked, hairy zoo. <laughs> <laughs> so I started sure, with the camera a romper. And then I zoomed back and I had this hairy ass look, naked man romper on. And I was like, I never would have bought that for myself. I won't wear that one in public, but that's awesome. Nice. Nice. Well, it's uh, 10 after 9 local time here. Uh, we should probably wrap it up. Matt's giving the uh, the symbol here. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, I should have told, told you this earlier in the program, but we have a special guest on Monday night. Not necessarily as special as Ryan, but he's pretty special. <laughs> so you guys are going to want to tune in on Monday night and see who that is and or whom that is. Uh, that'll be live Monday night. And then tomorrow night on Sunday night, we're going to do another new to you episode. And then uh, we'll see how that goes. I think we're going to continue on for, well, for a while anyways. And uh, every every night at 8 o'clock, we're going to give you guys a new uh, to you rewind episode. Thank you to Ryan for being in the program today. Was this, uh, was this the highlight of your day? Absolutely. I was uh, working a little side job before jumping on this, so... Uh, it was nice to be talking fun paintball stuff with people. So, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really didn't get a chance to talk to Paintball, but in all honesty, there ain't nothing going on with Paintball right now. I mean, we're 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 trying, um, but uh, things are being canceled and and people are being optimistic. But there's only so much you can do right now. I mean, just interacting as a community is great. Yep. You know. Yep. Love. Yeah, and it's nice, you know, we don't get an opportunity to, to interact with Ryan Sexton very often. And since we're all sort of, uh, you know, here and ready to go, this was a good time to bring Ryan in and, and sort of sit him down and have have a one-on-one. Ding. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we should probably let you go. Ryan, um, thank you for Thanks being for on the guys. program. When we have a real studio program again we'll have you back on the show when there's more to talk about paintball and maybe we can get you uh promoting some of the events that you're helping with the brigade and if i was a member of the paintball community and i want to do something new in paintball and get signed up for the brigade program what do i need to do all you got to do is hit up brigadeprogram.com and you sign up right there uh on the website and you fill out some information i make your id card send it to you i ship you the hat and the shirt and uh, the warehouse that has that stuff is still operating, so it will get right out to you. And then uh, after you've gone to a couple games, guys, for all you guys that are brigade members, this is a fantastic time to jump back on the website and look at all the different achievement patches that we have. Because I guarantee you there's a lot of you guys out there that have unlocked achievement patches that all you have to do is jump back on the website and request them. Yeah, so, that, I'm guilty of that. There you go. So. Yeah, very good. Um, well, getting through an entire program with Gavin Sharma should offer me an achievement pr- patch. But uh, thank you, Gavin, for being on the show. It's either a patch or some sort of penicillin. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but uh, it was wonderful to be here, folks, and I appreciate everybody in the uh, the comment section. It was going too fast for me to keep up, so I will, um, I'll try to chime in a little bit later. But I certainly appreciate your support. Supporting Behind the Bunker, supporting the Brigade program, and Paintball. So make sure you hit like and share on the way out. We sincerely appreciate you joining us for a quarantine show because uh, it's because of you guys that we get to do this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Josh, for being in the show. Yeah, thank you. And thank you to Ryan, of course, and, uh, you know, for doing the whole Brigade thing. It's actually quite fun, and we enjoy it every single time we can interact, and we all enjoy being part of it. And thank you to everyone who know took the time and to sign in tonight and hopefully we'll see all you cat and kittens on monday night <laughs> yeah yeah and uh matt the crypt for being in front of the camera tonight yeah i miss clicking i can't wait to click buttons when i get back <laughs> makes um, the time go yeah, faster thank, thank you uh stinky p for showing up and uh enlightening us and uh yeah thanks for everyone watching and feeding us at extravagant or at uh at super game that was good yeah and joe kimson thank you for joining us tonight Thanks very much uh, for everyone for tuning in. We'll see you guys Monday night. Although we didn't talk a lot about paintball, I think the topics that we covered were pretty pretty good quality paintball talk. And, you know, everything looks promising, lots of new products coming. And yep. the big thing is to um, get paintball back in front of not only the current audience, but a potential audience. Yep. Until then, guys, pew, pew. And thanks to Marcel Perry. He says, Gavin carried the show as usual. Lisa Weaver said, fun show tonight. Good night from Team Tags. And uh, Billy says, uh, at least we can come here and get our paintball fix. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you on Monday night. See you guys. Thank you.